Oh, uh, top story. Ontario has removed capacity limits on outdoor organized public events like Remembrance Day and the Santa Claus Parade, which cast your mind back. This is what it sounded like back in 2019. You just close your eyes and you can see it in your mind's eye, can't you? The marching bands, the floats, the kids all bundled up on the side of the road, hot chocolate in hand. Is that part of your experience growing up in the GTA? I I know I did. As a kid, I was taken there. I remember as a youngster sitting on a, a stepladder that my uncle had brought along for me so that I could see the parade. And then I had the opportunity to take my kids when they were young, and we sat outside a Queens Park Circle, and we watched the parade and the floats come around, and my son was, you know, gathering up the candy that was tossed. It was a one, it's been a wonderful part of so many families' background. But some cities, including Toronto, despite the fact that the provincial government just made this announcement, have already opted to do away with the traditional Santa Claus parade this year and the crowds, and only go virtual. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa, oh, my God, Santa. Oh, my God. A spokeswoman for Health Minister Christine Elliott says outdoor capacity limits have also been lifted for other sectors like fairs, festivals, outdoor areas of museums, zoos, ski hills, other outdoor recreational amenities. Well, the the question's got to be asked here. Hold on, we just... The Santa Claus Parade, just what was it, last week made this announcement about about going virtual? And, and what kind of reaction do you have to that? Santa! Oh, my God! That's kind of, I think, what a lot of people feel. Clay Charters is the president and CEO of Santa Cla- the Santa Claus Parade and joins me on the line. Hi, Clay. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Were you briefed at all by the province that this change was going to come so quickly after you made your decision? Well, uh, I mean, obviously, things have been trending in the right direction for quite some time, Alan, and we're happy that um, the province sees a way out and that there is light at the end of the tunnel for all uh, Ontarians and Torontonians. Um, it, um, I, I will be honest in that, you know, th- with an event as large in scale as ours, um, you know, whether a decision on capacity limits, outdoor capacity limits lifting three weeks prior to when we would traditionally be on street um, would not really impact on our decision, unfortunately. I know that may disappoint some some listeners and viewers, but um, the truth is that we're the largest single outdoor annual event in Canada. We can attract upwards of a million people on the street, requires thousands of volunteers, um, an extensive cooperation with emergency services and Toronto police and our city city contacts and months and months of planning to um, to execute the parade every year. So the uh, those factors alone would mean that um, you know a quick pivot in three weeks time would meet, lead us to putting probably an event down the street that would be safe. And obviously we wouldn't take that chance with our audience and with the city. But how long ago did you make the decision that this year just could not happen as it traditionally does? It had to be a virtual event. Yeah, it, it, the whether it was an exact date, uh, but truthfully, we make this decision. We had to make. We were in a position where we had to make this decision uh, in the summer and, and earlier in the summer because, um, as I said, it, it is months and months of planning um, and to plan for 
two different scenarios and to be uncertain was not a situation. We wanted to make sure that we brought something to Canadians and to Torontonians and Ontarians uh, this year. And we wanted to make certain that we were able to um, provide a good, a good entertainment experience. Um, and we feel we can do that. Do you feel that the provincial government should have been in contact with you earlier or was it just a question of you had to make your decision so far in advance that this was not something that anyone could have foreseen? I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that it's the latter, that, you know, the, I think all levels of government have been very clearly stating that they're going to follow the science. And uh, as they do that, that means decisions are going to come when the science allows those decisions to be made. Um, so a commitment to something many, many months down the road was, um, was probably not something we were going to get, nor would we would expect, because we'd expect uh, everyone to be making decisions on, on real-time data and not something that could possibly happen. So we were, we were operating on the, the factors that were available to us at the time. Obviously, we extract a large outdoor crowd. There's no way to mandate a vaccine uh, or you make use of the now available vaccine passport system. Uh, a significant portion of our audience is 11 and under, obviously, and still remains unvaccinated. Um, all of those COVID factors uh, lead into a, us making a decision earlier in the year about being a virtual or broadcast event again this year. And then coupled with you know, a decision on lifting of public gathering units or gatherings, uh, three weeks, a month before we would, may have been on street, um, now leads us to other factors that are related to, to safety and safe operations. So um, we look forward to being back on the street in 2022, and we look forward to uh, members of Canadians across the country being able to enjoy uh, the broadcast this year on December the 4th. Speaking with Clay Charters, who's the president and CEO of the Santa Claus Parade. Uh, Clay, give, give us a, the audience a sense of uh, how they can enjoy the parade this year, even though it won't be on street. Yeah, so we will have a, a primetime broadcast on Saturday, December the 4th. Um, we're going to be filming in a, a lo private location, uh, so COVID safety is, is in place for all of our performers. There's going to be great performances, Canadians and otherwise. Uh, marching bands will still be on site performing, uh, and uh, as well, a host of other uh, yeah, special special items and special performances, which we're going to be able to tease out and you'll learn more about as we get closer to to, to the broadcast date. All of the details for uh, tuning in are available on our website on santaclausparade.com. Clay, great to talk to you. Let's play Clay out, shall we? Shall we pipe him out? What do we got here? Clay Charters. As we take some sound from the 2018 Toronto Santa Claus Parade, looking forward to both this year's virtually and next year when we can see each other on the street and experience it completely. Clay, great talking with you. Thank you.